Alrighty. This is it. G'day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, welcome to the maiden voyage of the Little Dum Dum Club, a new audio podcast uh, featuring myself. My name's Tommy Dasolo. Lovely to be here. And... Good friend, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Yep, that's it. We're off to a flying start. I would expect nothing less. These levels are out of control. Sorry for shattering eardrums and blowing minds. Um, thank you for, uh, thanks for joining us. This is exciting, isn't it, Carl? You, you, you excited? Um, I'm excited that three seconds and you have to play with the levels. I'm glad yeah. everyone's uh, wasted their bandwidth on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's free. Um, so what we're doing here, this this show is going to be myself and Carl uh, talking a bit of shit about what's been going on, and we're going to have different guests every week, which is exciting. Uh, some of our comedian friends are going to come in and chat for, let's say, an hour, um, and then we might get, you know, we might get bored before then. So we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us. Should we, should we delve right in? If you can just touch the microphone and make it make a horrendous noise. Um, yeah, uh, fiddling with his mic, um, sitting opposite me is our guest for this first installment of the Little Dum Dum Club. It's Nick Cody. Uh, hey guys. Yeah, man about town, comedian. Good, um, Promoter. good chemistry, by the way. Entrepreneur. Eight, eight seconds in, what's the guest got to say? I'm oh. loving this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's off <laughs> I thought you introduced a bit early there. I, thought, I actually thought we had more to say. You were, Let's you, quick, quick. Let's cut sit, to the guest. You were just sitting there fiddling with your mic and looking at your laptop. I'm waiting for you to shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Say something of some stuff. Well, now Cody can just chime in on, on, or he can just pretend that he hasn't been introduced. Yeah, I can. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. All right, um, shut up, Cody. We're trying to establish the brand of uh, Daslo and me. Yeah, this is the pilot episode, and so far people are just confused. Yeah. Like characters who have barely been introduced are already just insulting each other. All I know is that these two guys that are hosting this podcast have a poor choice of guest. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Well, what, what did you have? What did you before I so rudely cut you off by doing what we said we were going to do? What did? They, what gold? was brewing in them Nah Hills. Well, I, I've got a story. Oh, something happened the other night that I haven't told you yet, which I think is it's a good thing to, to say on the, on a podcast to get a bit of fresh, real reaction. Yeah, I like it. Is yeah. there a reason why Nick Cody would not be invited into this conversation? Oh, he. I think I've already talked to him. I, I, I saw Nicholas the other night. So okay. I think, I think well, he already knows his story. Well, that means, he's, that means he's got no excuse to not chime in on this story with golden zingers because yeah, he's had yeah. all the time in the world to really or process jokes, it. jokes, if that's what you mean by golden zingers. <laughs> i got both. Yeah. <laughs> he's... Cody will chime in with some uh, observations on his own STDs. Yeah. be completely irrelevant to the rest of the story. Yeah. That, but it'd be like, hey, you... that reminds me of something that happened to me. For the... And for that's the... why me piss things. <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with the work of Mr. Cody, that is, uh, that is what we in the business like to call a classic Cody. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I had it best described by Chandler one night is that I tried new material and Chandler said, it doesn't sound very Cody-like. And I said, what do you mean by that? And Carl responded with, nobody got raped. <laughs> so apparently that's what I do. That's apparently your... I just go up and read out police reports. That is your MO. Wow. Okay. APBs. So what, what, so what have you got? What was your thing that happened this uh, the other night? Oh, well, um, yeah. No, it was very I, – I found this very funny. Um, I was uh, at the Comedy Club mm-hmm. uh, in Collins Street in Melbourne. Yep. I went along. I wasn't on. Um, but I saw... You're such a fan of the form that yes. you just thought you'd poke your head in. Um, so I went along because... There you go. There it is. I went along because uh, Tom Gleeson was headline, and I quite enjoy his work. Yep. And uh, I went there 
with the bonus of thinking I'll have a few beers, I brought a, uh, told a few friends. One of them is in in the room right now, Nicholas Cody. Hey. Uh, he came along. Um, another guy, Steel Saunders. Yep, friend of friend of the show. friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, friends for five minutes. Um, so we went along and we were having drinks and whatever. Anyway, we got in the venue. You walk in and you see the stage immediately. As soon as you open that door, you see the stage, and the stage is filled with magic paraphernalia, as in. Uh, you know those boxes that they escape from or boxes mm-hmm. that you get sawed in half from or, yep. you know, all the magician-type props. Cloth with stars on it, that all kind of that shit. All that crap. Yep. Yeah, magic, <laughs> and magic arsload of shit, I think it's called. Um, so we walked in and I immediately went, oh, what's this? You know, what what's going on here? This is a comedy club, you know. Yeah, you we don't... should stress this is a venue that's – it's three stand-up comedians yeah. per show doing whatever, 15-odd minutes each. Yeah. Let's explain that. That's the format of the show. Let's also explain something else. Uh, combining comedy and magic is pretty shit. Yeah, generally um, not the best idea. No, so I was pretty keen to see this fail. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, we walked in. I, I wondered who it was. I didn't have any idea. We went in there and there's some – Magicians, let's say magicians, <laughs> backstage. And uh, they looked, to be honest, looking at them and talking to them, I thought these guys are going to be pretty incompetent. Uh-huh. They, they didn't look very experienced. Um, How old would you say? Oh, 40s, both of them, okay, including so- the female magician. <laughs> so I got in there and uh, it seems that everyone's pretty keen to see what, what's going to happen here uh, because I think they've basically been accidentally booked, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I don't. By the sound of it, the conversation went something like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're magic comedy." And then when they got there, they said, "So you, you sure you know that it's all comedy here?" And they go, "Yeah, there's there's funny things that we could say." I feel at this point that I should stress because it is the first episode, and people will learn this about you as they listen to the program more. <laughs> you delight in the failure of others, oh. and in yourself. No, you delight in failure in general. Yeah. You revel in it. So you, at this point, I imagine, are like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, was that's a, about there, to there, blow up. There was an adolescent <laughs> in some sort of yeah. confectionery yeah. based. Yeah, it's interesting that you tell me this now because this was Friday night, yeah. This is Friday night. I remember being at my house at 9pm on Friday night and just feeling this tingle in the back of my head. (laughs) It was this sensation that I couldn't quite explain. But now next time that happens, I'm going to know Chandler's about to watch someone fuck up. Yeah, Yeah. what what happens with Chandler is when anyone around the world ever is about to fail, if Chandler's not there, he he shakes like Danny (laughs) in the movie The Shining. He just shakes and he froths from the mouth because he knows somewhere in the world Someone, Someone isn't living up to their dreams. <laughs> and, then, the say, and then my dad chased me through a maze in the snow <laughs> and he died. <laughs> I would say Chandler is like the Nelson Muntz of Melbourne comedy. Like anytime someone's having a shit gig, there's just Chandler laughing in solidarity up the back. So, okay, so the stage is set. Uh, yeah, very much set. What do you reckon the audience are feeling at this point? Do you reckon the audience are – I mean, they've paid good money for tickets. It's not a cheap gig to attend. Well, that, yeah, well, that's it. Um, you know, you're, you know, to be honest, I was expecting a bit of competence because you don't buy – there was obviously thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Yep. Um, seriously, <laughs> on stage. That's what you base their competence on. They've got good They've credit. got money. <laughs> <laughs> they can't fuck up. They've got money behind them. Yeah, but I reckon anyone with half a brain wouldn't shell out all that money if they just got it all, then went, oh, shit, I forgot. 
We're fuckheads. <laughs> we don't know how to use any of this shit. That almost makes you enjoy this moment even more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got so much stuff together and bought it in. Yeah, yeah. I think so, it all adds up. And there. it looked heavy too. <laughs> <laughs> they might have hurt themselves. Someone hurt their stuff. back. Because there's no elevator to the comedy yeah, club either. Someone hurt their up. back. Um, Helping someone's incompetence, <laughs> dragging failure. Yeah, so, up four flights of stairs. So yeah. they're on. Are they they're on first. They're on first. Okay. So there's, there's Straight an open off the spot. bat, there are no, there's an open spot in that first bracket, right? Which I imagine is very confusing to an audience to see an MC do ten minutes of comedy and then suddenly magic tricks are happening. Yeah. Well, you know, if it had been funny, or or cool, or magic, or cool, or magic. Yeah. So anyway, they get on stage and we. There, you know, there's more than just me that's looking forward to what what's happening at this point. But you're uh, most out of everyone. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I can't see time. other people's feelings, <laughs> but yeah. I'd say I would have been up there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we were waiting for this, and uh, when they finally went on, I, yeah, sort of rubbed my hands together and went, right, here we go. So they got up there, and um, from, from the get-go, they were sloppy, they didn't know how to talk. They didn't know how to talk into the mic. <laughs> Um, they mumbled into the mic. One of them couldn't get the mic working. The other one sort of just laughed at the other one. I went, hey, so what are we going to do? Yeah, oh, you can't get the mic, can you? Was that a trick? Can, can you get, can you, can, can you, have you got the <laughs> maybe mic? They, they, maybe that was his trick that he disconnected the mic without touching yeah. it. Yeah. The mad entertainment disappeared. Abraca <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she couldn't talk into the mic properly. He couldn't talk into the mic properly. It was pretty unclear what they were even attempting at this stage. Anyway, so they, they start to open strong. They get the card tricks out, which yep. is, you know... You're staple of any good magic Always act. good in a venue of 300 yeah. with no <laughs> yeah, screens. Exactly. You've got, you've got, you've got a, a card that's five inches tall, <laughs> and the uh, 300th person up the back of the room is going, that whatever that white blur, that's, that's impressing me. That's whatever... He, if I could see any of this, this is like the shittest eye chart of all time. Anyway, so they start doing magic tricks. They start doing card tricks, and uh, from what I gather, it was a card trick because, he, of course, he was mumbling into the mic, going and not being clear at all. Like he was asking questions. What he was, I assumed, to be asking was, "What is this card? Remember this card, and then I'll take it away." But what he was actually saying was, "The, the card, and uh, we got that one, and what you you do this, and then I write." Okay, you write, and we're like, "Are you?" So you were asking us that? Are you asking us to remember that card? And he was saying that to like an audience member, and they were just completely unclear on what they were supposed to do. So then he had to say it again, and we all assumed, okay, we must be trying to remember the, the you know, what what number the card is. Anyway, then he takes it back, then drops the whole set on the ground, right? And it goes everywhere. And for it's a, a second, pick up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're thinking, oh, well, oh, okay, I get it. This is a a joke. This is, you know, you can't be that incompetent. We're all being spoofed right yeah, now. Exactly. We're not there. Yeah. It's a bit of Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix uh, crossed with Martin St. James. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he drops it. We look at it and he just waits way too long. He's looking at the assistant. The assistant's looking at him. They're both like, oh, we've got no plan. What happens next? And they're like, oh, what do we do? And I'm like, no, this is a joke. This is a joke. Where's the reveal? No, nah, they just dropped it. And then they just sort of abandoned they just went, okay. And then he started picking up cards off the ground and going, just random cards and going, is this your card? <laughs> is this your card? <laughs> is this your card? Point fifty to a chance. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was a, that was open strong, so yep. they've done that. Um, then they get into the other gear, which, uh, yeah, like I guess the, 
the one comedy thing I saw of it was that when she got into the box and he went to saw her in half, he oh, did, they the, did the saw in half trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. After the, what makes a crowd think that after you've dropped a deck of cards, yeah. <laughs> I'm able to saw someone in half? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tripped yeah. on the, I tripped on the, uh, it got myself caught in the, um, on the entrance to the, to getting into the pool. But now I'm going to do a quadruple <laughs> spin off the top board. Jesus, that was a long road to walk down just then. <laughs> I got there. It's a podcast. Could, yeah. There's no songs coming in. Yeah. Um, they uh, went to do the the saw in half, which is wasn't a saw in half. It's more of like chuck those big blades into a box. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Instead of and the box never sort of goes in two. They just stick the the, the blades in. So to show how sharp the or the, the real blades or whatever it is, they sort of do the magician thing where they sort of like take them out and slap them on their hand or something, and then he does the faux, ow, I didn't think that one through, I just cut myself. But, you know, but he did that Classic. really yeah. badly, really, yeah. really terribly. Anyway, so they did that. Um, it was all pretty unconvincing or whatever. They trudge along. At this stage, they've broken the audience. Even when they actually successfully do a trick about four or five minutes in, no, like about three people clap because their spirit's been broken for the night already. They, they're just like, we give up on these guys. So then they just keep stumbling. <laughs> they go to finish. They go to finish. Like, they're still like a minute away from finishing. One of them trips over the back prop curtain and accidentally reveals the backdrop where it's clearly supposed to be the end of the act where, um, you know, someone says, now what was that card again? And then they show that the eight of clubs or whatever is there. But instead, they just trip over and knock over the whole set, and the eight of clubs comes flying out, and they're just like, "Oh, that wasn't supposed to be out yet." <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, "Okay, well, let's wrap. Let's just wrap it up. Let's just wrap it up." Ta-da! I, I, okay, okay, <laughs> bo- okay. We're we're just gonna yeah. And they don't even say goodbye. And then he goes to walk off stage and knocks the microphone <laughs> off the stage. And I mean, the whole stand goes flying so off not, the stage into a table. Just, Great. So the mic hits the table. Yeah. Yeah. The mic hits the table. Um, All I can hope is both of their both of their doubles drowned under the stage like the prestige <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so anyway that all finishes and I'm like oh this has been amazing this has been an amazing thing of my life and uh, Gleason was supposed to be on later so when he gets there I sort of say to him by the way you might want to know in case you want to say anything that there's been a spectacularly bad magic act on that, that no one has mentioned yet like the whole audience just thought that you know just stank just absolutely stank and you, you know, you, you should be aware of what's happened tonight. And he's like, oh, okay, no worries. So anyway, he goes on stage without having seen the Magic Act because he's, he's come from another gig. He gets up there and opens with a bit of... Uh... Anyway, I just thought I'd open with uh, some card tricks. <laughs> and uh, everyone starts laughing. He goes, yeah, I just thought I'd do some magic. I'm only saying that because I've been told that there was magicians on before and they were shithouse. <laughs> Is that right? And then the whole crowd just goes, Yes! <laughs> And, uh, and we all think how that's very funny. Yes, anyway. because it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we walked out onto Collins Street and David Bowie was surrounded by numerous failed magic acts. Another prestige reference. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Home run. Straight out of the park. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't really have a Tadar on the end of that story and Cody had a go and we yeah, still don't know. Well, yeah, Grounded out to first. <laughs> well, there you go. Um... Our first guest tonight is <laughs> <laughs> a friend of the show. A friend of the show, um, a Melbourne comedian. You Long might have time seen listener, first time, time caller. caller. Yep, you might have seen him in his sellout comedy festival show. Lust actually is also about the town. Look, you've been listening to him for about twenty minutes now. Nick Cody. 
Thanks for coming on, man. No worries. Thanks, Thanks for uh, yeah. Me, guys. Let's do it. Let's patronise him. Let's just yeah. patch it. He's clapping himself. Yeah, my feelings. Cool. Uh, thank you so much for for coming here and being our first our That's first right. guest. I'm drunk on the break. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, you've had a well, what? I'm, I'm curious. You're a you're a, you're a bit of a gentleman. Gentleman. You're a socialite. Yeah. What does a lad like you get up to on the weekends? What's your What's your caper? Not a lot. I'm. Oh. Uh, I'm going to Thailand for the first time in a few weeks, and I caught up with it. I'm going for a friend's birthday because uh-huh. that's that's uh, that's convenient. It's yep. always good when your mate and your sister who had twins go, "Hey, we're going to have a thirtieth. Let's all just go to Thailand." And uh, it's good for you. Hey, what a shit bloke! Because yeah. you hate having money, so you yeah. must be pretty stoked about. He's, yeah, I moved into the city because oh. I wanted to be closer to parties. But he's just <laughs> gone. Yeah, we'll take it a step up. What do you think of Malaysian Airlines? Move to Thailand. <laughs> Is that what do you think about that as a move? Like I went to a wedding. Not long ago. Don't, in for England. A birth, for a in birthday, England. it's fine, yeah. Are you reckon it's fine for a birthday but not for a wedding? For a birthday, it's fine. Is that because... For a wedding... Yeah. Uh, f- for a wedding, it's very... I don't know. I find it for a wedding, it's... Uh, is it because it's easier to not go to a birthday than it is to a wedding? Yep. 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 And for a wedding, you're not expected to turn up. But for a birthday, they just go, hey, we, we're going over here. Do you want to turn up? And people yeah. go, yeah, that's... that's Whereas awesome. a wedding, if you don't pay the four grand or whatever to go over there, then you're, then you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't have a wedding overseas for this, right? Like, say you have a wedding. No one will marry And it's here. Oh. <laughs> no. Because the, the laws in Victoria haven't been. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So a normal wedding. So you have it in Melbourne. Uh, right. So you invite people and you sort of have to go because you can't sort of get out of it or, you know, you have to have a pretty good excuse, stuff like that. Yeah. But if you have... They actually fly to London to avoid your wedding. Yeah. If you have a wedding overseas, right, uh, then you find out, like, then people are just going to say to you, oh, yeah, I can't come to your wedding. Why not? Oh, I just don't want to... just don't want to go. I don't have as much money as you think that I have. Yeah. Like, you can no, just... No, but I think all that does is having a wedding in London... All the, it doesn't find out who it doesn't distinguish who wants to go and who doesn't. You just find out amongst your friends who has disposable income. That's yeah, yeah. I've always felt like yeah, yeah. So, so this is a birthday that you're going to yeah in Thailand. We're going to a birthday. So there's a group of nine of us, and we're going to Thailand for a week. Yep. Uh, and we all just caught up, and we drank some beers, and we discussed Thailand because I don't think any of it, none of us have been there before. Okay, right. And uh, we're all just discussing: Do we want to get shots? Uh, because apparently you have to get shots for oh, hep A yeah. and typhoid. Uh-huh. But then we found out. Knowing like your history months. with disease, I yeah. would suggest no, that you get the shots. my history with disease, <laughs> hep A will run away <laughs> <laughs> when it sees my cock. <laughs> Duck and cover typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> the chlamydia kids in town. <laughs> I've already ne- had the negative. shots. <laughs> two negatives equal a positive. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe if they met, you could get some sort of special power. Yeah. I don't so, know. You, 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 you can't stick <laughs> magnets together. That's what's going to happen. Typhoid and I are going to yeah. try and come together. Typhoid and your hep C, and all of a sudden you'll be able to fly. <laughs> all the doctor would do would be to take some of my blood and then give it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we found out it's $160, and all of us just to – this is how you find out what sort of people you're travelling uh, with. As soon as we found out it was 160 we went, fuck that. That's a lot of booze in Thailand. <laughs> Not – I can avoid hepe and typhoid. But it's also like there's a you can go like a cheap equivalent of a of a hotel. You can just go a backpackers, but there's no like backpacker shot. You know what I mean? Like there's no. <laughs> yeah. I'll just do it. I'll just rough it. Just yeah. You know. 
And if you sleep in a bunk bed, your liver won't fall out. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. with Kepe yeah. and typhoid. <laughs> how long are you? How long are you going for? A week. Okay. I've got no idea. I don't know anything. I'll go to the US next week. Right. For a couple of weeks. Uh, love. It. I've been in the states a bunch. Uh, I know their customs. Would you say that you've been bitten by the travel bug? <laughs> Not really. I just kept going back to you the US. You should get a shot. Sounds today. to me like the travel bug. The travel bug. Mm. I, I, do, I, I do like. I yep. do like travelling. I do yep. enjoy it, but I just kept going back to say, I love the States. I love the comedy. Mm. I love American football. Yep. That's it. I don't know any other <laughs> co- I don't know anything else about You can pretty easily country. get both of those things here, don't you? Yeah, but you can't get 10 cent hot wings. So uh, yeah, I'm going to fly a long way for that. So you, uh, you're saying you know the – are you – is that your concern about Thailand, that you don't know the customs, that you're going to accidentally know. fuck someone off by... I'm going to do something accidental. I'll put socks on with sandals or something, and then I'll be in front of a firing That's pretty squad. frowned upon wherever you go, Yeah, just as a general rule. <laughs> Unless the, you're yeah. in the western suburbs, which they go, good on you. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't know. The only thing that freaks me out is the one time I've ever watched an episode of Getaway, they were in Iran for some reason. I don't know why you would do a travel show about that place, but Dermot Brewer... Brereton, was there, which <laughs> yeah. is a, that, another thing that I didn't understand. It's it was a, a big, I don't what, get it's this a popular, place. It's a popular footy trip destination, <laughs> to, be, to be fair. Yeah. What was the well, I suppose say? chicks don't have a say, so footy trips <laughs> love going there. But Dermy was there, and uh, 20 minutes into the episode, they said, men ca- if men wear shorts in public, they get 50 lashes. And that was 20 minutes in. To the episode, and right. I love shorts. Yeah, <laughs> I love shorts, and that was if that if you get lashes for your form of clothing, that should be up front. That should maybe that's even mean, worse because you're wearing shorts as well. Yeah, like, you got no coverage. Maybe they mean maybe it's not that bad. Maybe they mean like fake eyelashes, like you get some nice oh. pretty eyelash <laughs> extensions. <laughs> they hot the, you up. Just I know really we haven't done the podcast for very long, but that's the dumbest thing that's been said so far. <laughs> hey, um. <laughs> Where's the trophy? <laughs> that is putting the dum dum in, in the, the dum dum club. Little dum dum club. We've got a catchphrase already. <laughs> Halfway through, and we've got a catchphrase. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm freaking out. I don't know about the place, but everyone tells me it's fun. You'll be fine. So everyone just told me drink bottled water. Uh-huh. Don't eat out of shitty restaurants, and I, I just do that now. Uh, so that's fine. Are you gonna are you gonna see a ping pong show? Of course, that's the only reason I'm going there. And I got told there's a ping pong show in my hotel. So I wow. I don't have to leave the grounds. Sounds like you're staying family. in a pretty awesome hotel. Yeah, it's hey, an awesome not only hotel. that, after you finish seeing that, there's also something in Thailand um, where women shoot ping pong balls out of their vagina as well. <laughs> so you so you can go watch the ping pong tournament that's watch, on yeah. in your yeah. I wouldn't even bother hotel. watching that tournament you were talking about. I'd go straight to this sex thing. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. I've changed my plans. <laughs> yeah. My dad, uh, my hotel's my, not that cool. My parents went to Thailand uh, earlier in the year. My dad oh, sent me a postcard. Working holiday? Just, oh, yeah. Oh, my right. dad just sent me a postcard saying, hey, it's great here, having a good Mom time. Blah, blah. Haven't and lost then, a match yet. And then, well, and then P.S., P.S. Oh. lots of ping pong balls everywhere for some reason. And that's one of those <laughs> things where you go, my dad's funnier than I think he is. Do you know what I mean? Right. You, don't, you don't think that your parents are... My dad you know, would never make that, that joke. That also no. freaks me out in the way that... I, I hear that sentence and I know he's joking, but I don't know your dad, so he might be serious. And the ping pong shows might not be in an enclosed venue. They're just, it, and yeah. they're just, just on the street <laughs> and they don't pick up their litter. Well, you that's wouldn't pick them up. You would not, who, who wants to pick up a, a ping pong ball that's been that's done that? I kind of, it would be actually I'll, be a problem. I'll get a signature on yeah. it. I'd, I'd be interested. What best what, souvenir ever? <laughs> I'd, I'd be interested in how the ties go in ping pong in the Olympics. Do you think there's... Interesting serve. Yeah. 
do, you, do you think that they'd be better or worse at it because of that reputation? Is there a shortage on ping pong balls because of the uh, the tourist trade, shall we say? <gasps> it would make it a lot more interesting, you'd have to say. Apparently the there's a banana show as well. I well, heard today... a banana disappear. I literally then... talked to someone today about this, and yeah. they uh, had been, and they saw the ping pong, they saw the bananas, they saw a woman do razor blades. Oh, here's one. My uh, my ex-girlfriend went uh, uh, oh. three years ago, and she uh. was getting, like, flyed for them in the street, like, comedy festival style. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got some comp tickets. <laughs> um, a bird. A live bird. Did they shoot doves out? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Is that maybe that's that was a magician assistant from the other night <laughs> with the doves coming <laughs> out of the. That was the big uh, finale that they yeah, spoiled the ending of. Oh, and they just she fell over and crushed the dove inside of <laughs> <her. laughs> That's a better name for this podcast. Tommy and Carl crushing the dove. And <laughs> <laughs> they shot a live bird out. A live bird, yeah. I was telling friends before, because they asked about the ping pong show and they said there's fruit shows and whatever, and I, all it reminds me of is. The, one of the, the best video I've ever seen. Like, when I was in high school, our uh, my year level was the, the first year level to get laptops. Mm-hmm. And we're on the bus on the way home and everyone had laptops out. And our mate goes, dude, 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 you got to see this. Check out this video. It's from Thailand. A lady walks in to an office and a guy says, can you do this for $100? And he puts two oranges on the table. And this lady makes the two oranges disappear in her nether regions and then she shoots out two oranges and an apple. <laughs> <laughs> an apple that wasn't there to start with. The apple wasn't there to start. So sort she's bit... coming fully dressed already with an apple in her. Here's that one I prepared earlier style. Yeah. That, that was That's the what prestige. Michael Caine said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are just really crowbarring the prestige I in wherever you the can. I love prestige. I haven't Do seen the other magic one with Hugh Jackman. Do you think it's possible that a couple of months before she'd accidentally swallowed some apple seeds? <laughs> <laughs> That's why that was there. That's a that that would be interesting. Yeah. Porno what? magic. Yeah, Martin Saint Jerkoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what you said before, I thought that th- Thailand with the with a woman with the bird inside. Maybe if Thailand ever got the Olympics, that could be the, the ceremony. ceremony. Just a dove flying out yeah. of her, <laughs> or the or the target shooting. Yeah, shoot something out, and then like with the bow and arrow, hit whatever's coming out. What a lofty height we've reached in the first episode a, of this. Yeah, just that's what we obviously think of Thailand, just a lot of uh, <laughs> pussy emission. Yeah. No, that's jokes. why we're sending our, our correspondent, Nick our Cody, to check it out. Let's, you know what, let's... Hopefully I'll see a chick with a dick. <laughs> I'll tell you guys next week. <laughs> Can you, actually, let's come, come back on. What come back say, though, what, what is anyone else doing there? Like, everyone I've spoken to, this is how I know I'm not looking forward to it. What, what if I a dick flew out of her? <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a cock fell out like uh, like lemmings. Like it just <laughs> if it's not apparent already, the median age in this room is twelve. Mental level, mental yeah. level. Yeah. Um, no, okay, honestly, come back, come back on after you've after you've been and. and... I want to tell you about it. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I'm not taking my girlfriend, so that's gonna be good. Good. Just leaving her in. The old ball and chain. You mentioned before that you are currently living together. Yeah, she's moved because she's a nurse and she's got placement at uh, Royal Melbourne. Uh huh. So and she's living so with you. She's yeah. She's moved into my apartment and uh, that's all right. I've got a housemate, but she's she's in my room and immediately she just wanted she just wanted to see how we would live together and within two days it already has come down to my 
childishness. Uh-huh. Like she has to get up at sort of she has to get up at five thirty in the morning to make her placement. I don't have to get up till very. You late. don't have to get up. I don't have to get up, <laughs> but I'll get up earlier. That like I'd set an alarm for ten minutes earlier. Yeah, and wake up and then come back in and shake her and say, "Hey, I made your breakfast in bed." And she's like, thanks. And she wakes up and turns around, and I just have my pants down. (laughs) (laughs) You're 24? 25? 23. That'll still be hilarious. And And 48. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And And 110. You'd you'd had your dick on the stove as well. (laughs) (laughs) That is commitment. That's the real. What time do you generally get up? What's your. your, A few days a week, I promote. Oh, you yeah, get okay. up a few days a week. No, you get up a few days a week. I sleep long hours. But no, a few days, uh, not, not 9.30, 10? I set an alarm the other morning for the other day. Before I went to bed, I set an alarm for 12.30 in the afternoon. That's depressing. <laughs> you like, don't have to set that. that but that's that's sad, the isn't sun, it? I don't want to waste, soul I don't wanna waste too much of the day. <laughs> so you uh, you mentioned promoting. You've done that. How long have you done selling that? Tickets. Selling Stop tickets. Stop saying promoting. Selling, You're selling you, tickets. I, I do. I door to door. Hassling door people. Door. Hassling intruding people. on people's lives. Hassling people out of their life savings. Yeah. Getting you you go to you, you go to houses. Savings? You go to houses. No, hold on. Hear me. I don't go to houses. I you go, go to houses. Business. You business find pensioners. Business. You bash you their kids. You get their watches. You rob them. You tell them their watches are worth. You Jesus. take their Rolexes, you tell them that an equivalent of that is a ticket for the Monday night show at the Comics Lounge. Yeah, there's going to be prank calls. Yeah. No, what I do, I go business to business. I'm a hawker, technically. A do you wear a suit? A do you dress up? No. Okay. <laughs> you said that like the idea you... of that is so repulsive. What, first of all, why would anyone take me seriously anyway? And if I was in a suit, I don't, anyone that knows, if you see me in a suit, you just assume... That I'm being an ass, like there's it, no good reason. I have that same problem. Do you ever? Anytime I wear a suit, I feel like it doesn't look like. Oh, he looks suave. I feel like it looks like ah, he's gone into his dad's wardrobe and played yeah, dress up. Yeah, yeah. Dasso's yeah. yeah. got a job as a mascot somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dickhead factory. Yeah, that's and exactly. Oh, Dasso's got to sell um, bloody rings in the Burke Street Mall. That, he's a, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly a diamond what it company. Like. It's exactly what it feels like. You forgot your, so you no, forgot so your iPod. I just wear, I just wear what it, so normally jeans and a t-shirt, uh, shorts and a t-shirt. Classic just combo. Go, yep. Yeah, very good combo. Mm-hmm. But I get to kick some teeth. Um, I think my favourite, over the past couple of weeks, a few weeks ago I walked into a Ford dealership uh-huh. in Brighton and there was a group of car salesmen sitting in an office. And I just walked in there and I had my folder with me with the tickets and I said, hey guys, my name's Nick Cody, I'm a stand-up comic just down from the Comics Lounge. Carl, if you can yawn closer into the mic next time, so it's more obvious. You could be even more bored. One leg on the table, looking at his laptop, yawning into the microphone. If you could project your, I've already heard this any clearer, (laughs) that would be great. Uh, But yeah, a a guy said, what do you want? And I said, I'm just promoting, I'm a stand-up comic, just promoting stand-up comedy. And he said, you haven't made me laugh yeah, and everyone else in the room started You fucked laughing. up the delivery of that sentence, though. I'm a stand-up comic doing stand-up comedy. I've seen people no. kill with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just said, promote stand-up. Actually, that's my gear. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I stole it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just said, you're a stand-up comic. You haven't made me laugh yet. And I said, well, fuckhead, you're a car salesman, and you haven't sold me a car. So it looks like we're both shit at our jobs. If you wouldn't mind shutting up and letting me finish, and all of his mates were, oh, it was... Literally, it was like MTV, yo mama. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you didn't. How do you feel about parents coming to gigs? 
Uh, Poor segue, I know. What, mine or in yeah, general? Lots of, lots of parents go to kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like, like your parents, did they go to your CD? Yeah, they did. They yeah. went. Yeah, they, I mean. So you're, not, you're not saying that just barren people should go to gigs? <laughs> no one that's actually had an offspring at some stage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, my, my, my parents came to the... My parents have always been pretty cool about coming to shows. I talk about my dad on stage a lot, and he he loves it. He'd sign autographs after gigs. Your dad, your, your mum and dad came to your your, uh, your recent CD recording. Yep, that's yeah. literally what I just said. Oh, I did I just said that sentence. Oh, I was about yawning. Sorry. <laughs> he acknowledged it, and then yeah. you asked and later then, on. If you could yawn yeah. again and stare at your laptop channel. I was thinking of things I'd done before. What about, <laughs> what about your folks, Cody? My parents, yeah, my parents come along. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Your I parents know, are your parents are in a couple of your routines. Some of their famous work on Facebook. Yes, is a very famous Facebook work. Yep. Uh, my parents have been in on that, and uh, my parents come along to all different. They'll come along to lounge. They've come along to spleen before. They'll just come and see people in different spots. Yeah, um, they like coming along. I always felt awkward at the start because I'm. I don't know, I think I'm honest about certain things that I don't think parents would want to hear, but they always high five me. You know what? Most of the big things that I've told that my yeah. parents have found out about me, they've found out through just seeing me. At gigs, yeah, exactly. You know, That's like my having a girlfriend or whatever is I'm like all, all through them. I'm sleeping around, not wearing a condom, but if they were upset with that, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. So you didn't wear a bag either, Dad. What do you think of them apples? <laughs> uh, Shoot them out of apples out here, Dad. Two oranges and an apple. What do you think of that combo? What about what about in Thailand? What about if? Uh... What about if women were as bad as us and uh, there were guys over there shooting stuff out of their arsehole? <laughs> that would I'd be pay, good. I'd pay double. It must, it must, surely like in a back alley somewhere, there must Again, be. I'm gonna literally, literally <laughs> in someone's back alley. <laughs> if you keep that up, you, we're not going to be able to refer to you as Carl Chandler on this show. We're going to have to give you a name like The Gator or something like that. <laughs> you're going to be that guy. If you're going to insist on being that guy. You can't Rocky. see, I know it's a podcast, you can't see I'm currently wearing a... Surf necklace <laughs> and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> uh, if you Tommy, Tommy and yeah, the Wobsy. I will, I will investigate because I never thought of that until just then. I want, we'll have you back on after you get back yeah. from Thailand. I want you to try and find from people on the street. You know, I'm, I'm going to say you don't have to go, street. but you go will want to go. Show. You'll go. Okay. Do you reckon there's like a bit of like a Disney World kind of gear where like at the end you can get a photo like uh, of the show, like your reaction going, <laughs> yeah. whoa. A, a camera comes flying out of her pussy and <laughs> takes a picture. Ah, and gets a reaction. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bang. Good God almighty. Cheese. <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay, uh, just to change track completely, I want to see what you guys think about this. This I, I heard my simultaneously like i'm a big fan of of uh i always used to i always used to um be obsessed with going to a 21st where you'd see the speech that just went too far <laughs> a mate's 21st his uh his dad got up and made a speech about him and goes yeah he's been uh you know pretty good with uh, bringing girls home and stuff you know there hasn't been too much of that sort of stuff to worry about he's not been too promiscuous not like his sister over there. Ooh. Hey, she was out of control. Starts <laughs> fucking taking pot shots at the sister. It's not even her party. And she's just copying fire from him. So, okay, I, I, th- <laughs> those are two of those ones. I recently, uh, I okay, the, now don't freak out. It, it's a funeral story, all right? Hang on. Um, Should we ask about what you're planning for your 21st in a couple of years' time? Uh, good. Yeah, you had that one. And you look at your laptop as you said it. It's like you've just yeah. got, you're scrolling through an that. insult bank <laughs> on Microsoft yes. Word or something. That Googled, you've got. I just uh, Googled. That's low dickhead. Yeah. And uh, I've got that in the dickhead folder. Yeah. So. 
Uh, I was at a, a funeral uh, end of last year, a guy from my high school. And, yeah, not to boast, but uh, I know people who've died. Um, they, yeah, no, no, not to boast, I no longer know some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My address book is pretty slim. Uh, just ripping pages out of that thing like a motherfucker. Um, all right, John Edwards. Can I, <laughs> so we turn up, I'm there, and, it, you know, it's, all, it, you know it's, it's what you'd expect because he, he died young. Uh, but there's one guy, and it was all people from my school who sort of everyone in the room knew, but then the, he had, this guy had had some friends from outside the school who no one there really knew. And this one guy gets up and starts telling a story. Going, oh, I'm going to miss him so much because he was such a good mate. Like I'll never forget the good times we had. Like one time, you know, went to uh, went to Bangkok and we're having a great time and we're at a strip joint. And next thing you know, he's being kicked out for punching a stripper in the face and for not paying him and just telling this horrendous story where everyone's like, do you realise this isn't a 21st? Like you're not meant to roast the dead person. Like, But how's this? I was at one last week and the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Again, I'm fucking – yeah. So we're there, right? And the priest gets up. Tell me what you reckon about this as a as a simile or, or whatever it is. Um, priest gets up and goes, "Now, um, it's uh, I know it's, it's it's difficult to deal with loss, and that's what you're all going through at the moment is is the loss of someone in your life, and it is certainly hard. And I kind of know what it's like to deal with the loss because um, last weekend on Friday night we were all at home and uh, the power went out in our house, so we lost our power. So I definitely know what it's like. And, you know, in these times, you've got to find something to hold on to in the darkness to give you hope. In our case, we just we just lit some candles. We lit some candles around the house. And I'm at the back going, is this for real? Like, is this? That's the equivalent of uh, you're not going to miss your family member if you just put some photos around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like I just wanted to. I no, just wanted don't to worry about your dead brother. It's daytime. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just go outside. Get over it. Does it just say, look, I know you're sad that you found your son's corpse in his bedroom, but fuck, I had to go out at 10 p.m. and switch the fuse box, right? We've all got issues. Just go to sleep. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I really hope that that actually did happen to him on the Friday, that that was like a a true story. Because if that's his shtick that he's just busting out at every funeral (laughs) that he does, then that is just appalling. Why are you late? That is, yeah. Yeah. I had the awkward wedding speech. You know, I went to a wedding, grand final day. Not the first one. They weren't pricks. They, uh, they'd planned it for the weekend after the grand yeah, final. Yeah, they were so, stitched up. Yeah, um, it's yeah. not their fault. It, mm-hmm. It's happened bloody twice in 100 years. And did they have people years. cancel? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they, I, I, I sort of feel like you couldn't be friends with someone after that. If they cancelled on your wedding. Yeah, not coming to an overseas wedding is one thing, but not coming because you want to watch a grand final. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, the grand, yeah. I don't, it's still, I don't. If it was your team, I reckon fair enough. If it's not your team, really, it's a bit harder. Really, yeah. even then, but, like, it, um, but also surely so, it depends how good of friends they are. Yeah, exactly. If it's like acquaintance, you'd understand. But if it's the best mate, oh mate, my team is on. It's yeah, not like you've got nothing to do with that team except you watch them. I was speaking to a guy who went to a wedding that I was the last time. Hard, I'd have to admit. That was my team, and they hadn't been in a grand final for 20 years or something. And then it's like, because I've got a thing about weddings where it's like, uh, you know, you don't, I don't see I the find, point of going. I find both the wedding and the grand final equally retarded <laughs> to attend. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> That's fair. I um, don't care. I was speaking either. to a guy who was at the, who went to a, a friend of his wedding the last time it happened, the last time it was a drawn grand final, so the rematch. Yeah. And he said there was a guy up the front of the service. Yeah, into the mic. Um, <laughs> there was a guy up the front of the service, the, the whole thing, that had a little earpiece in. He had his little fucking Walkman there. Yeah. And he was just listening to it the whole way through. But then doing hand signs back to the rest of the church. So everyone could say, like, when it was a goal, he'd sort of do a bit of oh, cheeky two oh, in the air. Put a semaphore. Is, yeah. My mum mad. Essendon supporter. I went to every game for like 15 years or something before I was born and just came into the world and ruined her life. 
And uh, so she went to every single game. And on their wedding day, Essendon was playing and there were people up the back of the church with a radio that were listening to the game. And the priest would say, all right, time it. What's the score? And the guy from the back would yell the score and Essendon were winning and everyone was like, yeah, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I think a wedding should be. But the, the... Wedding speech, the what I was trying to say, the, yes. the priest made a very awkward thing where he's like, a lot of people think a wedding is about how the two people will get along, but it's not about that. <laughs> the main thing you have to realise, a marriage will only work as long as the power's on, as long <laughs> as the power's on, and your mate's not dead. <laughs> he gets no, he just said it's all right. If you guys get along, that is a big thing, but if. God. God is the main thing. Whoa. And it was this thing where half of the room were quite religious and like, yeah, and the other half of the room were just like, this is the most retarded thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, you two guys, it's irrelevant yeah. if this is going to yeah. work. Just Let's stick anyone man, together. Yeah. If this the, bloke upstairs... If the old it, fucking love calculator up there doesn't approve, <laughs> then it's not on. Well, you're in his house. It's fair. You're in his house. It's under his rules. Don't have it in the fucking garden if you want to. Don't hear that. You also try to make a Master Chef analogy. Master Chef comparison. What are all these comparisons and similes going on? Why why doesn't anyone understand what someone dying or someone getting married is? Yeah, you're right. You're right. They're pretty. They're two pretty. uh, You know what marriage is like? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I didn't know why I was here until you brought up how a cake was made. Yeah. And then I realised Some, there are two main ingredients. Yeah, somehow I've stumbled through life without knowing what the concept of marriage is, but I know what MasterChef is. <laughs> Here's another great weird thing for a priest to say that uh, that I that happened at high school. You were asking for it? Uh, <laughs> you knew that was coming. Mate. Oh, and I he was too. The, <laughs> I saw the... Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually took a run-up on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... Th- this is something that I still to this day didn't understand. In in chapel once, uh, a, a rev or whatever got up and he go. He told us this story about you know there was this boy and uh, and his dad and uh, he, the the dad made the little boy get up on a, on the step and made him jump off and then he caught him and then he made him go up on the second step and he jumped off and he caught him again. He made him go up the third step and he jumped off again and caught him. Goes on and on and on. Goes up till the tenth step, still catching him. The jump's getting higher and higher and he's catching him every time. Gets up onto the very high step and goes, "Come on, son, jump down. I'll catch you." The son jumps. The dad doesn't catch him. The boy hits his head and starts crying and going, why didn't you catch me? Why didn't you catch me? And the dad goes, just to show you that you can't trust anyone in this world, not even me. And then the bell went and it was like, anyway, lunchtime. Oh, they're going, what the fuck was the point of that lesson? Where is that tale from? And all you did was go to the cafeteria and refuse to eat anything because you couldn't, because <laughs> you didn't you know, know the lunch lady put problem. salmonella in anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a fucking odd lesson to give out with Z. And there was no... I don't know if there being any, like, not this is a, a story or a fable from. It's just some old man being a cunt to his little kid. And was this a, you said the, the, the what is it, the vicar, the priest, whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, a reverend. The reverend. Uh, the reverend, yeah. I'm also right, So you can't trust the big bloke, according think, to him? Yeah, that's a little bit. You? Yeah. Right. <laughs> How come when I jumped off, there was two footprints and a face print? <laughs> In the floor of the building. He just, That's because your dad's a shit bloke. He just does that. <laughs> he, he does that every week, but he's just concussed, so he can never remember that you it happened. You know what I'm more surprised about is that he tells that story, and the kid's jumping off steps, and the steps are getting higher and higher up. Mm-hmm. So those steps are getting further out. Like, that kid's got to jump yeah, a I didn't really get distance. That. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So the kid's got to jump a further distance yeah. to get to the point where the dad has to catch him? Yeah. So... 
I'd be more intrigued about that kid's quite athletic. So, yeah, you're right. Well, probably why, his, why didn't you catch me? Probably because his, I want you to be in the league. Yeah, because he wasn't standing on the tenth step to catch <laughs> but, him. <laughs> by the time he's clearing it from the top step, he's definitely got some track and field ability that his dad is kind of just ruining by letting him yeah. fucking shatter his yeah. knees on the... Why didn't your army roll you queer? You've been <laughs> jumping off this top step the whole time. If you can't take a fall, yeah. what are you taking this big risk for? Well, maybe the, maybe he didn't say at the end, the lesson is you can't trust anything. At the end he said, sorry, mate, you didn't make the athletics team. <laughs> if you can't clear that 12th step, then you're not going to fucking Beijing. Yeah, it was a... I still cannot work out what the lesson is meant to be. What... As a young schoolboy, I was meant to take away from that. Fuck you, Dad. Well, whatever's missing from your life now is probably because you didn't figure that out. Oh, my God, so much. Put the puzzle together, mate. Let's go jump off some steps. Uh, okay, I trust you. <laughs> Would you catch me? If I fall, will you catch me? Will you be there waiting? I, yeah, okay. No, why Why would he be? You're asking the guy that walked in, saw Magic uh, Effect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be failure. You watch well, this all and then that'll be 10 minute story at the top yeah. of the next episode. Could I have helped them by going up to them and saying, look, I'm a good bloke. I just want you to know, don't do your act because you're shit. I feel like you really would have helped them. Why in the toughest time of my life, Chandler, was there only two? Was there only one set of footprints? Oh, because I ran off and told all my mates, <laughs> what a dumb cunt you're about to be. <laughs> Hey, I think that brings us to the end of this maiden episode. <laughs> We're about out of time. But, yep. Bang! If you're in Thailand, keep an eye out for Nick Cody. Keep an eye out for him selling tickets. Use uh, him as a lesson to get all your shots, just yeah. in general. <laughs> you can only catch AIDS once. Uh, thank you for thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here next week with uh, presumably a less sexually explicit episode. Sorry, guys. Sorry to be hurtful, guys. That's fine. Hey, that's okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for having uh, me on. It's thanks to Cody. Thank you for joining us. Um, tune in next time. The Little Dum Dum Club. Tommy Daslow, Carl Chandler. Thanks again, Nick Cody. Sayonara. We'll see you next time. See you, mates.